Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, welcome back, I guess. Um, It's been a while. I haven't done Love Music Now, a little bit of gossip for almost two months now. Um, Well, I'm back. Um, I'm going to be, um, I'm back. I just wanted to let you know that gossip and music is never going to stop. And it's going to be always there forever. So, like, entertainment news is just going to keep going on and on. But I'm here. I'm your host, L Crazy Chick. And here we go. We're going to start from why I haven't been um, on here is because um, coronavirus, uh, trying to figure out work. I'm working from home from my other job. Um, and um, I didn't want noise. And there's been a lot of craziness that's been going on for the past couple of months for a month like almost six weeks now so it's been a lot going this coronavirus has really um taught me anything that i will be very cleaning cleaning this will be my best friend for now on and i'm not gonna let people um sit here and take advantage uh, when it comes to this thing and i feel as though that um it's been really difficult especially when you live with people and there, um, it's just a lot going on. So that's why I didn't do the radio show. I could have done a radio show for like this whole time and been doing quarantine shows. But then I said, no, I'm not doing all that. I felt that then a lot of news wasn't really that important for me to talk about. So I basically um, did do a blog. Finally, I have a blog in WordPress. It's Love Music Now. It's out right now. You can read it if you want to. You can check on it. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, I will be posting on that blog um, every once a week. I'm not doing it this week. I might do it next week and Saturday because I have a lot of things to do. And I'm not going to go on there. Um, but it's up now. I'm running. And I will put whatever I talk about on the show on that blog as well. And so that you guys are not, if you didn't get to listen to the show, you get to listen. Now, listen, you get to read my WordPress account. I mean, website. So, anyway, let's get started. I'm going to start from where I um, worked on my blog um, last week. So, I'm going to do last week's news, and then we're going to go right into this week's news. Um, a lot of things has happened in the past couple of weeks that I'm not going to really talk about. Um, I'm just going to say something about the coronavirus. Um, the United States of America really... Um, really is really really doing a bad job with this coronavirus. Um, the government really really does not have our best have our best interests at heart. So don't really feed into it. Um, yes, I didn't say you can't listen to them, but you can. But I don't think people are getting what's going on with this disease very well. And hopefully we get a cure. Or a vaccine to control it. Because now I'm hearing it's affecting kids. Tremendously affecting children. That they're going into shock and dying. So whoever has suffered from the coronavirus, may God bless you and keep you safe and warm. That being said, let's start with Love Music Now. As you know, Meg Thee Stallion is one of my one of the great uh, rap, uh, rapper, female rappers out now, and she did a um remix for Beyonce. Um, she got her fellow Houston to do the Savage Reach mix, and um, I'm really not impressed. Blah, 
yeah, that's what I think about the um, Savage Remix. I took a listen, and I really don't feel it was really that good of a remake anyway. Um, I really felt it was just... I don't know why Beyonce now wants to decide to become a rapper all of a sudden. But um, I just didn't like it at all. I really felt it was rushed. They should just left it alone. But this generation, remix is very important. Now, I like the song from Make the Stallion. Captain, I think it's Captain Hook. Or, yeah, Captain Hook, I believe. Oh, my God. That John is awesome. That's like one of her best works I've seen in a long, long time. And I, I really, really like it. Um, the next thing we going into, the next person I want to talk about is my girl Doja Cat. She got a remix of the her hit song Say So with none other than Nicki Minaj. And I don't care anyone I say this is great. Um, this remix was really good, really it flew with the beat, did very uh, well with the song and meshed together and it really got a good tone to the beat and everything else in between and um they sync together. They worked it out. And I'm really happy that Nicki Minaj can see past whatever is going on and to do a, a song with um, Doja Cat. This is huge. Let's give props to Doja Cat. Doja Cat wasn't supposed to be famous at all. Who knew that some this girl was going to do a visual song and about cows to become this superstar that we are knowing today and she is a really good original artist i didn't even know that she had a famous father who was an actor back in the day who did a movie called sabrina with um whoopi Goldberg, her dad who actually disowned her which is sad um but a lot of african men do that well they're known for that it happened to obama so don't worry um doja cat you'll be fine (laughs) um I'm just so proud of her. She's different. She does everything different and does everything to a T, um, musically and talentedly. And I really think that this is her year to shine. She's really going to be huge um, for years to come. She's really what the music industry is all about. And I heard Jay-Z is trying to get her back. Um, <laughs> and she left Rock Nation because Rock Nation didn't understand her style. And I'm glad that wherever she is now understands her uniqueness and the way of doing music man that's my bitch that i forgot the song song. oh that's my uh, bottom bitch yes bottom bitch that song is amazing (laughs) remind me of skater boy uh, the whole grunge look well and the thing with story cat she's a different black woman um a black woman who really knows what she wants she doesn't be a conventional artist like so many so many others and her album is selling well the song is done very well it's up top five on the charts and is number one all over the world now uh it's up here in america as usual but um i'm glad and i'm really proud and i'm glad Nicki Minaj did this remix and uh everybody's talking about where's cardi b why is she not a remix don't worry, I have to worry about Cardi B. Cardi B is fun. She worked on a masterpiece as we speak. And let that happen. Let that masterpiece boil into existence. And then sooner or later, the Cardi B will be back very soon. Anyway, let's talk about the new wave of streaming. And that's um, 
concerts online. Now, um, there was, um, Travis Scott had did a, uh, concert on Fortnite that rose up to 12 million people on Fortnite video game. And then now I think it's more than like 30 something million. And I was kind of impressed. This is because well, it's quarantine and no one can really do a concert. So they did a virtual concert, which everybody who's a kid is on Fortnite. And of course, they're going to go into it. And Travis Scott, who really, really appeals to those black kids who are different. Um, and he's a um, very talented rapper, I think, in my opinion. He really is. Um, but he's different. He's that grungy type of rapper that what Kanye West was when he first came out. That being said, he did something that a lot of things you can't really do is you put on a, sh- a show on a video game, which that's amazing. And it was, and it did very well. It's grossed 12 million. It was awesome. And this is the new wave, I think. Um, and there's more to, I think this is going to be the new thing. There's going to be more to see and more to come when it comes out to this point of gaming and video games and concerts. Because let's face it, there is not going to be a lot of, concerts for until this coronavirus is dealt with so this is a good one congratulations to travis scott i like this um next thing is tlc a couple weeks ago i had a member uh t boss who is 50 years old now her she celebrated her birthday she posted it on her ig and it what makes why i'm talking about t boss is because t boss shouldn't be alive today t boss has sickle cell anemia um she shouldn't have no kids she shouldn't even be touring. She shouldn't have. She should have been dead at thirty. They said she wasn't gonna last at thirty, because of her sickle cell anemia. She's fifty now, and she has a beautiful daughter. And happy birthday to her. Um, I I grew up um watching and listening to um TLC. They changed the landscape forever for music, and and I respect her t- tremendously. Even a lot of people said that she's not really a good vocalist, but not even she don't sing well or not. Her dance moves can kill it anytime so congratulations to her um now there's this feud between Jermaine Dupri, Usher and Drake well it's not really a feud Drake has came out with a song called the Tootsie Slide and um which I'm not a fan of and I'll tell you in a minute but then Jermaine Dupri had came out with a song and then Usher had did this dance move to the song and Jermaine Dupri had to, people had comments on his comments saying, that, oh, this copies Drake. And Jermaine Dupri had to put people in place and let them know, hell no, this is not copy. This, this song, this dance was already done since before the Tootsie Roll or the Tootsie Slide, whatever he called it. Um, Drake, I'm just going to be real honest. I really wish he went back to rapping and stopped doing these dance songs that don't do nothing for nobody and that. Everybody um are so lazy to write music anymore, but they do sit there and insist to themselves, Oh, you know, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna come on the song and everybody gonna like it and dance online. Yeah, that's the new thing. Yes. Like, you know, the renegade song dance move that the little girl did made up with with her hands and all that. Yay, great. What's can you come up with something new? Okay, that's going to last another two days. And then are you going to come back with some, another dance move? You know, what's um, what's the next move you're going to come back up with? Are you having any other things you're going to come up with and make it hot? 
What's the next dance move? Yeah. You know, I was like seven. They're like 20 dance moves now that everybody can do. And now, um, you know, he thought he could do with the Kiki song, Kiki, you love me song that he could do with this Tootsie Sly song, which he did. And everybody ate it up like candy and everything else in between. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, please don't put Jermaine. I really wish people could stop being assholes and don't put legends among people who are not legends yet. Stop doing that. Jermaine Dupri um, paid his dues and got what he needed and got where he needs to be. Get off of it, people. Move on with your godforsaken lives. God damn it. Um, what's next? Cool. Okay, yes. The Met Gala. I'm so sorry for the pause. The Met Gala. <laughs> Met Gala is canceled due to the coronavirus, but they had did something in May 4th where they had put the greatest ones of all time, the greatest Met Gala's looks of all time and whatever. It would cost $25,000 just to get in, only to preserve the um, record, to preserve the, the Met Gala Museum. And yeah, and then you get your favorite, they're going to have your favorite looks, your favorite couples and everything. And if you've seen it on YouTube, it was on YouTube. And if you saw it, uh, let me know. See how you tell me if you liked it or not. If you didn't like it, oh well, well let's <laughs> let's not talk about it no more. But you know, it was whatever. It's the Met Gala. I had to talk about it because I like weird stuff and fashion. Now I want to talk about this. Uh, it happened a couple two weeks ago, and I know it's a little old, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway because uh, my girl Jan Jackson. So yes, I'm speaking on it. Jeopardy contestant. Alwyn Huey, whatever his godforsaken name is, believed that he had the right answer with the question was, as a recipient of the 2018 Icon Award, she took control and took the stage in the in her first live performance in nearly a decade. Now, he said, answered and said, Andrea Grande. And I was like, okay, I couldn't believe it. But like I said in my post, <laughs> I don't give a damn if you're two or nine eighty-two. You know who the hell Janet Jackson is, really. So you mean to tell me while looking at that, that girl looked like Andrea that Jane Jackson looked like Andrea Grande? Where? Cause she had a ponytail? And I'm just be honest, wherever he from, the Asian people in their community really don't like black people, so I'm kind of not shocked that he said that. And whoever he was in the Andre Garner, that's mostly a lot of Asian people like listening to white music anyway. So, and then I was like, does Andre Garner sound like Jane Jackson? Did you hear her voice? And I, anyone, I don't know if anyone wants to go find him or ask him that question. Because if I ever meet that guy, can I ask him, like, what was you thinking? How does she look like Andre Garner? We're curious. Oh, okay. Anywho, next thing is next. Google what happened. You can see the video on on Google and you can Google what there about, but I don't give a fuck. I thought that was discrimination right there and then. Yeah, stereotype. Cause she wore the ponytail, so he got confused. Please don't, please do not support that dude. He just clearly is a piece of shit, dickhead that don't care about. His parents didn't care about black people then, and they don't care about black people now. And I say it full heartedly. Next is Anderson Cooper got a baby. His name is Wyatt Morgan Cooper, seven pound two ounces little bundle of joy 
And um, he got a food surrogate and congratulations. And he is going to share his baby with his ex-boyfriend. Lastly, uh, as y'all all all heard, the Neo Soul event that happened this past weekend with uh, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, my girl from Philly, they did a versus thing and I said who I saw. I missed it actually. I'm so sorry. I missed it. I fell asleep. I was tired yesterday. I think because I had drank um, some EJ and I fell asleep. Every time I drink brandy, I go knock myself out. Anyway, I drank, um, was drinking and I fell asleep and I woke up and uh, I forgot it was on. I put it back. I watched the pre, I saw the end of it and I'm just going to say it was kind of okay. Um, Jill Scott did her thing. Erica did it again. It wasn't a battle. It was just a celebration of both of them because they were the true neo soul queens that whole genre made me want to be neo soul and get in depth with my own self and my own personal feelings I ain't never going to see like that or ever going to hear or see or listen to anything like that again um at all and I, I, in this industry um it's so good to see goodness not badness at all so Shout out to Erica Badu and um, Jill Scott. Y'all girls killed it, in my opinion. And I love that song, Tyrone. And I love the way he made me feel, baby. Oh, the way, the way, the way. Hey, it's the way. I'm saying the song wrong. <laughs> Okay, so we're going into new gossip. Oh man, um, death comes in threes. <sighs> A lot of people died um, this weekend. It was like five people, five celebrities who have known died this weekend. Um, we're going to start with Andre Harrell. Now, Andre Harrell um, was the pioneer of hip hop, and I don't and I said this with full heartedly. Pioneer Hip Hop, he was very talented. Um person who could seek out talent and flourish them to become great. Now he started as a um he's from the Bronx, New York. Um and um he and his best friend from high school had did this group in the late middle seventies, late eighties called Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. They were suits. They were like businessmen. He got famous with two songs on the charts and he went to call after everything. He used the money. And all the kids would have sat there and said, hey, you know, I'm just going to be dealt with the money. I'm okay. I don't mean anything. I made my living, become a great artist. I did well. Hip hop is saturated. Let me go. And just live my life. He was already was making a lot of money in that field. And then he went to school. And that's what I liked about him. He said, okay, he went to school. He did some college. So he understood the business aspect of that's how he got in. He met Russell um, Simmons in college, I believe. He said he met him in college. And then they went on to, he became the vice president of Def Jam. And, you know, Def Jam became historical did things that nothing can be possible. They made it one of the greatest rap groups of all time. And other artists came out of that. And then I think the Beastie Boys were on there too. Yes. And 
Then he said, I'm going to do Uptown Records with Heavy D, which I didn't know he did. And he, in that realm, he discovered one of the greatest sectors of hip-hop and R&B musicians of all time. He found Mary J. Blige. Now, Diddy will say, I found him, but no. He found P. Diddy. He found, I think he found a P. Diddy. He nourished P. Diddy. P. Diddy, he was the one who funded P. Diddy to get Bad Boys Records. Um, he had to, P. Diddy had to prove himself, okay? So P. Diddy, he ignored him as working with Mary J. Blige on her first album, and the rest is history, okay? Um, everything, Diddy, after that, Diddy was let go and went on to do Bad Boy Records and became mobile. If it wasn't for the guidance of um, Andre, he won't be here. And Andre is the godfather of his children, one of his children, Justin, of Diddy's child, that he had with a model. Um, and I wanted to say this about Andre Harrell because I grew up in that time when he was becoming a, a, a legend. He became CEO of Motown. He changed, uh, he, he became executive producer of... New York Undercover, that's how Biggie, now it makes sense how Biggie got on the show. Um, he started doing production companies to help with African Americans in movies. He did a lot. I wanted to be, that's who, I'm going to be honest with you, that's who I wanted to be as when I grow up. That's who I wanted to be. If I didn't make it in the industry, I, at least I got to understand and read a beat on him. That's who I wanted to be. And I, I still want to be like him. He did radio. He was actually, when he left college, he went into radio and did that for three years. And then inside, then he got in touch with Russell Simmons and the rest is history. That's what I want to do. That's my dream. That's my goal. I wish I can get there. Hopefully one day I will. Um, And I wanted, I tried to be, when I, I already passed away, I was like, damn, I, Somebody I grew up listening to, somebody I grew up wanting to become is gone. This dude, he is a pioneer of hip-hop. He really changed hip-hop to what it is today. And he's going to be surely missed. He was 59 years old. And they say he died of a heart issue. Um, but we'll know sooner or later. Um, so rest in peace. He also is the chairman of Revolt TV as well. Um, and then shout out to Diddy. Um, I haven't heard anything from him. I think he's going through a lot. He's lost, he's losing a lot of his friends. Um, and I feel bad that he lost this guy because this guy gave him a start. If it wasn't for him, we would not have Bad Boy Records. We would not have none of these artists would be here today because of him. We wouldn't even have Heavy D. I think Heavy D would have been okay by himself but I didn't if you can go back in time really read on it and then do history a history book or something man oh, we need to do a history book on hip hop for real and just do discoveries and go deep now this hip hop evolution show um that's another thing of itself. It's a really good show on Netflix. And if you have a good chance, watch that because it's going to teach you a lot about how hip hop and different say how it became what it is today. Um, 
So rest in peace, Andre. Um, Betty um, White, which I've heard the song of the cleanup woman. I've heard it before. And it's a sample of a Mary J. Blotch song um, that it was. Um, God, I forgot the song. What is it? Um, a sample she did. It was a sample of a Mary J. Blige song. Um, that everybody, it's not, it's not coming to my head. I, it's in here, but it's not coming to my head, man. The Mary J. Blige song. So I got to find out what it is. But um, it was a Mary J. Blige song that she um did a remix of. Everybody was talking about it. Um, it was I uh, saw it here. Give me a minute. Real love, I think it was real love. Yes, real love. Yes. So anyway, Betty White is a is a soul singer that no one was giving props to until she died, and she was very hugely influenced in the hip hop culture, in the um echo of hip of singing. She can sing. She sound like Mariah Carey on live. And Shaka Khan said that we should pray for her because she wasn't doing well. She's from the Miami sound. Her sound is Miami. So she comes out from Miami. She was 17 years old when she wrote, did that song. And she had her one Grammy award. She beat Aretha Franklin, which is hard to do. Um, I'm going to look in more into detail because I can't believe I skipped through this woman. And nobody really brought her up. So maybe I was in La La Land, but I've heard the song Clean Up Woman before. I heard it before. But I'm going to say rest in peace. She died of bone cancer at the age of 66. The next person I'm going to talk about, um, and I might get a little emotional because he was my one of my favorite musicians. I just loved him because he was this black guy who wore makeup hair out to there outlandish and I kept wondering why nobody I heard him sing when I was a kid when I watched the TV shows and movies and stuff and about him and I heard him say say, why did he never got his dues and then the movie he came out about his life in 2000, and that was the day my sister passed away. And I never watched that movie. I don't think I could sit there and watch that movie because it's like a flashback. And it reminds me of the day my sister passed away. That's why I never watched the Little Richard movie, but I will be watching it today. Little Richard died in, at the age of 70, 87. Um, he died of cancer. Um, and I'm going to say a few things about Little Richard because you have to understand the significance of his doing. Little Richard, they're not going to tell you because white America are going to sit there and damn you for it, but they're not going to tell you what he's all about. Okay. But I'm going to, in my opinion, and I have a right to say this about little Richard, because someone asked me on Facebook, I thought Elvis was the king of rock and roll. No, honey. Elvis is the king of rock and roll because white America made him that way. If it wasn't for little Richard, Elvis and Pat Boone would not be even popular. And that being said, I don't care anyone says, Little Richard is the king of rock and roll. He is the architect who made rock and roll. 
music popular. He took gospel and put it in the stratosphere that's never been heard before. His voice alone generates millions. Prince, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Jimi Hendrix, the Beatles and Rolling Stones, even David Bowie all owe him a great gratitude. David Bowie said if he didn't see him as a child, he would not be a singer. The Rolling Stones were so influenced by him. Did you know that James Brown was a impersonator of Little Richard? Right? He was a a Little Richard impersonator before he blew up. Jimi Hendrix wrote, was in his band playing with Little Richard. The Beatles listen to Little Richard. If the Beatles didn't listen to Little Richard, would you have this British invasion? Did you ever realize how most so many um, British singers sound African-American? If you ever realize it, yes, I said it. They all were influenced by this man. Little Richard is the king of rock and roll. Nobody can tell you or tell me twice if he is or is not. I don't want to hear your arguments because I don't care what you got to say. Yes, back then racism was real. They took everything away from him. He left to become a preacher. If he had stayed longer, I honestly feel that Little Richard would have been huger than before. But when he came back, he had sold out concerts alone. Bob Dylan said it best about Little Richard. And I wanted to get on that real quick because that's where I want you to. I'm going to read what Little Richard said. Um, James, Bob Dylan said about Little Richard because I want you to understand the significance of what Little Richard has really influenced him now he said this in his um bob dylan don't usually go online so when you see here bob dylan online this is huge okay he said i heard and i quote i heard that little the news that about little richard and i'm so greed he was my shining star and the guiding light back when i was a little boy he was the original spirit that moved me to do everything i would do i played some shows with him in europe in the early 90s and got to hang out in the dressing room a lot he was a lot was a gracious always gracious kind of humble kind and humble and it was still dynamite as a performer and a musician and you could still learn plenty from him in his presence he was always the same little richard that I first heard and was all was all by grow, growing up, and I always was the same little boy. Of course, he will live forever, but it's like a part of your life gone. That's how impactful Little Richard was. One of my favorite Little Richard songs um, is "Tutti Fruity" because in school we always had to sing it. And I think there was another song about Lucille that he sang about too. Um, it's a shame that he didn't get to, they didn't give him a Grammy. They didn't get, he became one of the first rock and roll Hall of Famers. So give him credit to that. Let's just hope that um, we keep idolizing him and keep talking about him.
Without him, none of a none of the musicians. Would not, I'm gonna be honest. Michael Jackson dressed like him, in my opinion. The whole makeup, whole facade. That's that was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson looked like him. Every time I look at a 1987 Michael Jackson, I'm like, why he look like Little Richard? Little Richard look just like him. Um. The story I'm gonna say. Michael Jackson brought a catalog um, of all legendary artists in the catalog. Back then, Little Richard didn't own his right to his music. So Michael Jackson brought the catalog, and you know what he did? He went up to Little Richard and said, "Here." And then my, he looked at Michael like he was crazy. Like, what? This is your catalog. Michael Jackson brought Little Richard bet his catalogs. That's how big of an influence Little Richard was to Michael Jackson. We are going to really, truly miss him. These gen- this generation will never know what a great person that man was. And even for him being a gay man, if he he did disown his gayness, he did. Oh, he does have a child. A lot of people don't know that. Little Richard has a kid. <laughs> Little Richard has a child. He has a son. A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't know that. Yeah, he has a kid. I'm looking it up now. I'm trying to see. It's and if you see how much that Wikipedia has on him. Locha, he has a child. Um, and he um, he never really accepted his um, sexuality. And I think in the end, he didn't accept it anymore. He went back and forth with it. Um, let's just say he had with been with both. He was bisexual, so he'd been with both. And that was um his thing. And um in the eighties that's when he really talked about it more. But I'm not gonna get into details because that has nothing to do with his music. It's not easy being a gay man in this country. Back then, it wasn't easy being with who he was. He was very influent. There was rumors of the reason why he got kicked out of his father's house because he was that way. Um, and whatever happened, happened with him. That's between him, whatever. But he does have a kid. I think he has a child. Um, he has a kid. Uh, I think he has a son. I have to look at it. I think he does. Um, let me double check. I'm so sorry. Children. Yeah, Danny Jones Pearman. He has a son. And he looked, nah. Yeah, that's his son. I need to see what it looked like. He looked nothing like him. He has a son. A lot of people don't know that. And um, I think his son... He, he, it's just, you know, yeah, son looked just like him, I heard. 
And if you see him now without all the makeup and little Richard and he out in the public back then he wore wigs and he was really looking all fancy before he died. Uh, he was still wearing wigs and in public he will dress like that. So um, that's how he was. But I'm, I'm just saying to you, and I, I'm going to say it a whole lot. Um, he is truly one of the greatest entertainers of all time. And I will always respect him. He is going to be truly missed. And if anyone want to know anything about music and you really want to understand how it worked, yes, there was racism back then. But out of the racism, they were talented artists there. And he was one of them. Him, Chuck Berry, Billy Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald. This is the time of quarantine, people, to really know who they are. Don't sweep them under the rug. You can't understand what music is today without understanding the legends. You have to understand. If you want to be a singer, you have to go back and listen to Whitney. Or you have to go back and listen to Mariah Carey for this generation. For me, I have to listen to Whitney. And then I got to listen before Whitney. I got to listen to Donna Summers because that's who she was compared to then. You got to. You can't wash away music like that it makes no sense that's why the talented artist that's out there today and why prince and michael jackson is still in our minds is because they still listen to classical music and the classical rates remind you little richard has operatic training so even that voice you hear there that might not be his real voice he can actually blow better than most artists if you have a gift, share it to the world. But rest in peace, little Richard. Let's talk about Takashi 69 and what he has um, single-handedly done to destroy hip-hop forever, music forever. My opinions. I'm sorry, my opinions. If you people do not like my opinions, suck it, suck it, suck it, okay? Okay, Takashi Six Sign did something that most people can't do in YouTube or on even on Instagram um, at all. He did something that a lot of people cannot do. And it's an issue that I realized that a lot of people have a problem with. Um, and that's he told people that he's going to be a snitch. And he's still going to make money. And he's still going to be popular. And he's still going to do this. And he's still going to do that. And he's going to prove everybody wrong. No matter what. That's what he said. He does not care. He's proved everyone wrong. Okay. Meek Mills versus Takashi 69 Now at the Jasmine Brand. Um, this is a quote from at the Dadman Brand. I'm going to read what Meek Mill says, and then I got an opinion. He said, Nip got shot by one of them. A snitch, that's what he said. I feel a way at heart. Nobody can change that. Go tuck in. 
We control the culture, huh? Laugh out loud, he says. And I'm a set example. Laugh out loud. The internet got witnesses in the witness protection living in the townhouse that can't even come outside saying, check on me. I'm helping free people. You put family members behind bars. I got a crush on, I got to crush you for the culture. You chump. How you sleep at night? That's what he told um, Takashi 69. That's what he told him. Okay? Now, I said this on my opinions. And I'm going to, I'm not going to say it because I have a personal kind of relationship with, a so called relationship with Meek Mills, um, which I had known a family member. I know his family member. So I'm not going to put their business out there. And I, that's what I feel. It's too personal and I won't do it. But um, Meek Mills is not happy with Takashi 69 being free and doing what he's doing with the music industry. No one is. I'm not happy. I'm very upset that the music industry has sat here and let this boy do this to, to ruin hip-hop. This is technically ruin hip-hop. It is. Meat Mills is not going to be the person for me to counterattack him. I don't think Meat Mills should have a say. I think he should just worry about his music and music only because he really hasn't had a significant song or anything significant for him to sit there and say something. But I heard Takashi 69 said something about him in his IG, which broke records of 2 million people watched his IG and it's kind of funny and didn't break down like the versus one did it didn't shut down the internet kind of ironic huh we not gonna say nothing instagram we're gonna keep our mouth shut but that being said um meek mills i think you should just focus on your family right now and then when you're ready to come after him come at them but he is not lying he is telling the truth about um Takashi said that a lot of he snitched and a lot of people are not going to jail for a long time. But then I have to say this about Takashi Six Nine. I don't see what he did was wrong. He snitched, yeah. But you want to get out of prison. You want to say forty five years in prison? I'm sorry about that. You want to say forty five years in prison, right? And then you stay forty five years in prison. Or you get out in two, even less. What are you going to do? Do you really want to be in prison? Where they butt fuck everybody, beat you up to a bloody pup, stab you half the time, waking up every day, knowing that you're in a two by four wall, that you can only go sideways to get out. If you're fat, it's going to be difficult for you. You got to sleep with another inmate who stink like shit, who doesn't wash up, it stinks in there, your balls have to touch the fucking toilet and you get a fucking yeast infection from it, child, no one got time for that, no one got time for that stuff, at all, that's disgusting, so he did what he had to do, my only problem is, the song that he came out with sucks, but as of we speak today, it's three days, right? So in three, in two days, he his song came out with the Teletubby hoes with fake asses and fake titties with fake weave, shaking their asses and trying to dance really great. 
two days, it became 32 million. As we speak now, it has did another record. And now it's a three-day total is at 92 million. As we speak, Takashi's song that he just came out with had broke the YouTube records. This is not good at all. This is horrible. Now, these are gonna these kids who are looking up to Sakashi 69 today are gonna sit there and now gonna say, hey, Takashi 69 sat there and broke the internet. I can do the same thing, snitch, get out of prison, and break the internet too. These kids are gonna be lazier than ever. Ugh, I'm very upset by this. I think hip hop is now dead officially. It's now a pop. I don't consider hip hop as hip hop anymore because hip hop all the codes has all been broken with this nigga. This nigga sat here and sat there and said, Oh yeah, um, I'm a snitch. I'm gonna snitch. Can you believe it? He's a snitch now. So now we're just gonna sit here and wait. Um, see what's gonna happen. Um this is all the music industry's fault. And I hear rumors that, and I ain't gonna lie, Jay-Z wants to sign him to Rock Nation. This is what the rumor I'm hearing. I hope not. This will make every credibility of Jay-Z go down the window. Every credibility. Jay-Z better not do that. If I was you, don't sign him. Because it's not gonna look good on you. But then Jay-Z doesn't care. Because he works closely with the NFL, who refuses to let Colin Kaepernick go and um, be a football player. Yeah, America. This is America where Takashi 69 can get 32 million people in two days to listen to his music. A snitch to listen to his music in 32 days. I'm worried what the album's going to do. And it might be the record that has been beat, that only two um, artists have. Group one is a group, the Eagles, and the other person is Michael Jackson. So you mean to tell me that if if Takashi Six Nine can do numbers like that on YouTube, wait till his album come out. He might actually beat Michael Jackson's record, and that's when a lot of people are gonna get very fucking angry. But I blame the old heads. I blame the LL Cool J's, I blame the Snoop Dogs, I blame the Dr. Dre's, y'all the ones who, and I'm blaming Lil Wayne. Why? Oh, you saying why, Linda? Why are you blaming? Because I'm blaming them because y'all were the ones who influenced them. Y'all were all rappers. Y'all left rap and became moguls. So well, then why can he do the same? He can't get out of his house. He can't do nothing because he's on house arrest for like three years. I don't know how many years he's on house arrest. This dude's a pedophile. He raped a 13-year-old girl. Niggas are listening to a rapist. A fucking rapist. Hmm. Jesus name. A fucking rapist that's making $32 million on YouTube. Views on YouTube in dollars. I don't know what to do. He is sharp. Well, I'm going to say this right now. And I'm going to say it. I don't think Meek Mill's going to live that long. Oh, not Meek Mill's. I'm sorry for that. Not me, I apologize for that statement. I meant to say 
Takashi 69 is not going to live very long. They're going to come after him. Period. I'm not going to, and I'm worried. That's what's going to happen. In the interview he did with the Breakfast Club, he stated, Charlamagne told him that I don't think he's going to live long. It said that he might not make it out of 30. And if Takashi 69 do live long, I'm going to be shocked that nobody went after him. But I think he's he very smart. He knows what he's doing. He's not dumb. He's smart. He's playing the ploys of America. He, this is the life. And good luck to Sakashi 69. Let's just hope it doesn't make us wonder some more. Now we're going to go into um, international news. And that um, a Astro Cat group is signed with um, UMG Music Group. Um, the founders who founded um, Banner Boy are now going to merge into UMG and become a global phenomenon in France and try to make Afrobeats what it should be, like R&B and, and uh, reggae. And I think, personally speaking, um, this is great. We need Afro music has now crossed is now becoming huge in America, um, and it's going to become even better and greater. And I hope it continues. Um, we'll see how far it will go. We'll we'll find out how far it will go. We'll see um, how it's going to be. We'll find out. Um, I wanted to talk about so good luck for all the Nigerian superstars that's going to be on the. Um, so, I wanted to say, okay, talk about Don Lemon. Um, Don Lemon uh, was an anchor on 60, um, CNN, and he had did something really funny with him. He really went in Donald Trump. Like, he said, because Donald Trump will not stop bombing Obama, bully. But uh, he said something really interesting about it, and it was really great, and it was really smart, and it was really funny. And if you get a chance, it's on his, uh, it's on CNN, and you can look it back and see what he said. But it was really, really interesting, and I really um, appreciate the fact um, that he's saying this and saying this to Trump. Let him, let him know about this. It's, it's a problem. It's a motherfucking problem. Okay, and Donald Trump need to stop and focus on trying to get a cure for this nasty disease. For real, for real. Um, so I'm, that was my gossip. Oh, before I move on, 90 Day Fiance. That show is crazy. From Usman and Lisa to that guy, fat guy with no turt neck and his Asian girlfriend. How dare that fat motherfucker tell his Asian girlfriend her breasts stink? Nigga, that bitch looked like a $2,000. No, no. I said $2,000. A half a million. No, not half a She looked like a millionaire compared to you. She looked like she's a supermodel. How dare you call that girl in breath nasty and she need a shave and need a shower. And you gonna give up. Nigga, if you look at your ugly ass self in the mirror and, say, and have the nerve to say shit like that. You ugly as hell. And you were fat ass had the nerve to tell that girl that shit. Man, if I was her, I should smack you in the face. Ugly ass piece of shit. 
Oh, and then Usman and Lisa. Lisa, girl, you a whole fool if you want to go after a Nigerian man like that. And what making me mad is these Nigerian women all applauded him and he'll find another girl. Girl, get the fuck out of here. That nigga was wrong in the first place for letting manipulating that woman. You gonna tell me that Usman is um legit? I was shocked, and I honestly feel he wants fame and fortune. He doesn't care how he get it; he gonna get it, cause he's a singer too. So he does rap, and he wants he loved the the camera. He was on the lipstick service, and he loved that camera. So. I don't like him at all. I think he's a he just trying to get a, a citizenship like all Nigerians do. Ignorant. Another thing, um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. No comment. I'm not gonna mention it or say anything about that show. What happened to it? It's so sad to see grown ass women talking shit about people's babies. That's that's a line you draw. You stop talking about people's babies. Even I'm talking about people's babies. That's evil. We, we, I ain't gonna say nothing about it no more because it's disgusting. If y'all seen it on Sunday, um, let's all say let's have. It was a good entertaining show, and that's kind of funny. They can never do that shit they do on a live. It's really weird, but they could do all that craziness on the video. They some weirdos. And we're, I'm just waiting for Candy's part because I heard Candy flipped out on Nene and then Kenya cracked me up when she said something about Nene. What? Looking like a, uh, well, what is it? <laughs> white chicks. Oh, she look like a white transsexual. I can't. Oh, can't with Kenya. She going on. And Kenya, I like her. I like Kenya. Yes. Yes. I like Kenya. I like her a lot because you know why? She is she don't have to prove nothing to nobody because she became Miss America. So fuck y'all. That's what she says. She can do whatever she wants. She got everything she wanted. She became an actress. She became a sting. Whatever she did, she did it. It's just so sad that men take advantage of her. Because she's so low. I think she has low self-esteem. But I love me some Kenya. I love Gone with the Wind. Fabulous. Love her. I can't stand Marlo. I don't like Marlo. Period. I don't like Marlo. She an instigator and a bitch. She shouldn't even be on that show. She should burn in hell. No one likes Marlo. No one. She sucks. That's how she talks. She sucks. Huh. Anywho, moving that on from that. So we're going into uh, my picks, and then I wanted you before I um, get to my pin because I got to talk about um, um, Ahmad Arbery. I have to, but before then, let me tell you what to watch on Netflix. So Netflix, I found a show called Unorthodox. Um, please watch that show. It's about a woman who's an Orthodox Jew who escapes the order, the religion, to come find her mother who lives in Germany, who kind of find out that was a, is a lesbian. That's why um, she left. She became a lesbian, and uh, she came for her daughter's wedding. And I didn't know that was her mom in the show. I was trying to get it. I didn't really get that concept towards the end. I understood. 
she, the man that she married, um, she left him. He wanted to divorce her because she couldn't get pregnant, but she was in pain. She was having sex. She had sex with him. It was painful for her. He wasn't gentle with her. He was forceful with her. Anyway, at the end, the man cut his, um, his, his thing off so that he could be with her. He wanted to be with her. He said he made a mistake. He was in the wrong and he didn't get to be with her. And then she turned around. She said, no, no, no. Um, I can't. And she left him. And then at the end, she gets to meet her friends. Damn, I already told you the whole story. <laughs> I feel bad, but I don't care. Watch Orthodox. The miniseries is very good. It was really good. I liked the ending and I cried. It was a scene in the movie that you want to really feel emotional. It has subtitles, people. Yes, you got to read. My bad. Okay, one of the greatest shows. Before I get to that, I want you to understand that the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is coming out with a movie in May, later middle of May. Please don't miss that because I love that TV show and I will be watching. And I am not okay with this. It's really good. It's a kind of like a, a soft, it's a mix of um, that show from Britain called um, I'm Not Fucking Okay With This, I think. That show's good. I saw the second season. That was really good. The black girl was the villain, and she was coming after the, the little white girl who killed her man. But then the black girl was, she was trying to tell the black girl, he and her man was a, a pedophile. He was nasty. He taped and filmed women. He was a sick pervert. And she was trying to tell her, but she didn't want to hear it because she thought it was love. But because she was so deprived as a child, was very, was very going through some stuff as a kid. And her mom disrespected her, man. Her mom made her eat lipstick. That shit was horrible. That, who do that to their own mom? Daughter like, oh, I'm not shocked by that. That's an African mom. I'm not shocked by that. As I was saying... I'm not, I'm not that, um, I'm not fucking okay with it. I think that's the title. And then I'm not okay with this was a teen drama. I like teen stuff. So whatever. And that show is really good. But now this show, my girl made Mindy Kingling. Now, have you heard of, it was, um, the office, the Indian girl in the office. And then she did her own TV show. Um, she came out with a new show called never have I ever. And I love this show is based in a, uh, with an Indian girl who moved to South Carolina to who was who lived in uh, California among rich white kids and regular kids whose father passed away during her cellist um um performance. She's going through a post dramatic um stress thing with her father. She sees a therapist and Nene Nash is on the show. She cracks me up on there too, and then um we keep going and the whole time. She has John McEnroe in her brain. <laughs> McEnroe is talking her mind, which is funny to me because the only reason why McEnroe is there is because of her dad's love for McEnroe. And now she uses her aggressions on McEnroe. And that goes on. I'm not going to tell you what happened closely, but I told you loosely, basically. And I said, this show is the sleeper hit of the year. Um, if it doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, the Emmys are idiots. They're fucking idiots. If they don't nominate this show, that girl is a superstar in name making. Period. She killed it in that show. Killed, and I mean, killed it. Beautifully done. Okay, my opinions. Race in America. I'm just gonna get to the point 
And I got to say what I got to say about the killing of the young man, the 25-year-old man who didn't get, is no longer here. It's the South, I don't care what anyone, when you go to the South, you got to understand it as a black person or any race that is racist. Plain and simple. Why black people move to the North is because they can have a life. They can deal with subtle racism compared to racism in the South is 10 times worse. When you're black in the South, they look at you funny. When I went to the South Carolina, it was so many Trump supporters. You already knew automatically they were racist. They were wearing, you didn't see that hat in Philly. You saw that hat, um, America, Make America Great Again hat in the South, like it was a the Michael Jackson thriller jacket. That's what I said. That's being spoken of. I just have to say this. What these two men did to that black boy is unthinkable. How dare you shoot him like that? How dare you take another man's life for just jogging in the streets in a beautiful neighborhood? And what I'm happy with is white people are actually going online, right? And telling their own white people, are you crazy? Have y'all lost your minds? That's the, that's the thing we're getting out of this. What's making me upset is it took two months for this to come out. I think somebody in that police station leaked the video. Somebody leaked that video. Because the person who was driving the car was with, they're saying he's associated with them. Someone leaked that video. It's a cop a friend of a family of somebody leaked that video. That man used to be an old a cop. So in his time, he must have been a cop in the 90s. So when it was really, 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 they hid stuff. Do you see what I'm saying? They, they must have arrested men for whatever reason. The hatred that came from one generation to the next to his son, who ended up killing a man. And we are going to all sit here and wait because we're waiting because we do not want another. We want to know if they're going to do what Trayvon, they did to Trayvon Martin's child. That Zimmerman got out walking around. He's out free being a racist. I think that's what's happening here. They're going to get out scot-free. And I don't want to be there when it happens. I don't want to come home and hear that. They're going to get out scot-free. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're going to be killed. It's going to be bloodshed in, in Georgia. If these two men are out free. If these two men are out free, we're all going to be in trouble. Do you understand? Whew. You know, when I was a kid, I never really liked white people. I didn't. There are some good white people. 
I've learned that as a teacher, there are some good white people and there's some that are not. I don't see race anymore. I see one as I got older. I have white friends. I have some friends who are white. I've never dated a white guy and I don't think I might ever will. Um, but um, I had to really take a step back when I saw this video of that young man getting shot. Because it's not fair that he's only young. He's so young and he didn't get to live his life the way his life should be. He didn't give his mom a grandchild. He didn't give his mom a wife, a, a woman. He didn't get to love a woman. He, he did, they, they took a whole life away. And I'm so sick of this country for that. How dare you do that to this man? How dare you sit here and take away a life? And you think you God or something? That you are God and you supposed to take hand, measures in your hands? Who the fuck y'all think you are? I'm just curious. But it's okay. God have other plans for you, right? We all do. I don't know what's going to happen with this case. Now the FBI is being involved. And you know now in the South, they like to cover shit up. May they, may those two men burn in God-forsaken hell. May their skins be peeled off and given to the dogs. May God punish you for what you did to that child. No comment with that, man. That's just not fair. We got to be careful. We got to raise our children. Yes, we have rights as privileged as everyone else. You got to tell your kids in America, you have the right to be whoever you want to be in this country and you can do it. You can't say no. Because someone told me you could be the richest person as a dip. You can do, if you're going to be something, be the best at it. If you want to be the a drug dealer, be the number one drug dealer. If you're going to be a lawyer, be the number one lawyer. If you want to be the doctor, be the number one doctor. Don't let people tell you otherwise. In African culture, we praise the white man. We don't look, we look down on black people. And a lot of people say that. That's true. That's true. A lot of Nigerians do it. A lot of Nigerians marry white people. And they marry outside their race. They don't even marry their culture. Some of them don't. When they hit a certain level, they don't marry them. Once they hit a certain level, they don't marry us. Us black or Nigerian women. I haven't I haven't been with a Nigerian man. I never married them. Nor got well, I married a Nigerian man, I'm gonna say that. Did I not marry? Let's just say it was a relationship that was uneasy. And I will never do it again. Period. At all. So, for that instance, I got to say this. We need to stop being racist. Oprah said it best. We got to, we need to systematically the older people of this generation who are actually living longer, which is weird, we need them to stop talking about racism like this and stop trying to, they have to die. 
the only way that this thing can stop generations. Stop racism, for real. We have to take the time to get rid of it. It's getting ridiculous. This is 2020 and we're still getting shot at by cops. Did you see what they did, the whole rally? Not one white person got wrestled or kicked that round. When their people were doing social distancing on the park, they they sat here and gave them gloves instead. And gloves and masks. But when they were telling the black people in the corners in Chicago to stop with social um, distancing, oh, we're going to wrestle them down and rest them. Hmm. This country is sickening. On that note, I'm done for the day. Um, please follow me on L Crazy Chick on Instagram. I am working on a Instagram um moniker for Love Music Now. A little bit of gossip. Um, if you have any questions, um, donate if you want to donate to my cause of me trying to become a, a podcaster. And get into the industry. Donate. Um, send your money. I'll let you know if you want to email me. My email address is L-I-N-D-A-O-K-E-K-E at 27 at gmail.com. Comment, questions. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you feel. I need to know. Um, I'm here for you, America. And even though we are going through hard times. Also, I meant to say Roy Horn passed away. He is a sick feeding boy of uh, the the the, music, the um dynamic duo. Um, he died of COVID nineteen, and it's very sad because he was very talented too. So, that being said, please enjoy yourselves at home. Be loving to your family. Care about your family. I love them dearly. Hug them and hold them. Don't be mean to them. Be good to them. And I cherish every moment of their lives together. Good luck in all you guys do. And keep supporting my show. Thank you so much. Love music now. And with a little bit of gossip. Goodbye.